0: Welcome to Bat Therapy: The Psychology of Batman, Superheroes, and Other Comic Book Characters. Be a fly on the wall or a bat in the cave, listening in on a friendship built out of a love for talking Batman comics and the everyday struggle to achieve mental health and happiness. We are your hosts, clinical psychologist Dr. Amelia Brown and comic enthusiast and nerd aficionado Keaton Hopkins. This podcast is about providing education and understanding and is not a replacement for mental health treatment or support. If you're needing help, go to bat-therapy.com for resources. All right. So today we are talking Justice Lords.
1: Justice Lords. Yes. Um, I... Justice League, the animated series, is probably one of my absolute favorite cartoons. Like, it's probably in my so top good. three after, I mean, Batman, the animated series is definitely number one, but Justice mm-hmm. League and Justice League Unlimited, it feels like a continu- the perfect continuation of Batman, the animated series, and Superman, mm-hmm. the animated series, because mm-hmm. it's the same animators, a lot of the same writers come back for it, and this episode was season two. I believe yes. it was in season 2 and it's called A Better World. It's a two-parter which if I it's funny I completely forgot that in Justice League and Justice League Unlimited a lot of the episodes mm-hmm. are multiple parts which is awesome because honestly it feels more like a really well-done animated movie when you watch all the different yeah. parts. It's Uh, kind of funny. It's like they were like, we're not
0: going to leave stuff out, but we know kids are watching. So we'll just cut it up into little
1: pieces. (laughs) They like cartoons. They'll be back tomorrow. Right? Like it's And so, yeah, it's fun. The worst thing, though, was every now and then they would just get off track. And so after it came out, it would be part one of this and then a completely different episode than that. And I'm like, oh, my God, what the hell? Like, why would you do this to me? (laughs) I was was
0: literally going to say it was the worst when you missed the second part though or you came and you're like oh i missed the first part yeah yeah back in oh kids these days just they're never gonna know the struggle
1: <laughs> yeah right right and so i the first time i saw this episode it was really interesting because i thought that they were gonna be dealing more with like earth three with the crime syndicate but they went yeah. a different direction and because this season we're talking about elseworlds Uh, They take a very different direction with um, what happens when one of the league members dies. Uh, And it's it's funny because we just, I feel like we just talked about Smallville a few weeks ago. And (laughs) Michael Rosenbaum, the guy that plays Lex Luthor in Smallville, voices the Flash. It took me. Injustice.
0: 20 minutes. (laughs) I, I kept thinking to myself, I know this voice. I know this person. <laughs> Who is this? And and uh, then yeah. finally it clicked cuz I I don't like to look it up unless I really
1: can't figure it out. <laughs> Isn't that the worst?
0: So I was like, "Oh, of course, it's Lex Luthor." <laughs> yeah.
1: And um I think it, it, Clancy Brown voices Lex Luthor in this, which mm. I always remember him as the 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 evil prison prison guard in the shawshank redemption Mm, (laughs) and so it's 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 fun but like they're absolutely amazing voice actors but all right i i could just rant and rave all day (laughs) about how great this show is if you want to watch it it's on hbo max and it's in season two of justice league and it's Mm -hmm. called a better world it's a two-parter and it begins with the justice league basically storming the white house lex luthor is president and he is frantic because and they don't even say what he's done but you, you it's know lex luthor you know right. it's bad <laughs> you know it's bad because also he's he's ranting and raving to himself he's like they did this they don't understand they just don't get it i'm like okay how evil was it that it's got lex luthor like ranting, it's I'm, it, it <laughs> normally he plays things pretty close to the chest. You never know what he's thinking, but he's just thinking out loud, and Superman bursts in and lets Luther being Superman's true kryptonite. It's like he he pulls out like a red button, he's gonna press it like, i'm gonna I'm gonna kill everyone, and you can't stop me because you don't kill, and this is when our universe takes a very different direction. Because Superman kills him, just straight up, just burns oh. him alive.
0: So, I, I would like to call BS, though. So, let me get this straight. Superman, with all his powers, can't keep you from pressing that red button without killing you? Can't he just, you know, burn off your finger or something?
1: I, you know, it did feel a little bit contrived. It did. Like, and I, I understand My where they were going My only issue with the it, episode. But <laughs> Superman could, there's several, he could have definitely severely maimed him, but... He could have done it without killing him, definitely.
0: I mean, Batman could have figured out a way. Okay, there's the intellect being part of his whatever. But still, yeah, there were options. There were options. But anyway, yeah. So Lex Luthor, I think they just show like a burned something. (laughs) They they just allude to the fact that Lex Luthor no longer exists.
1: (laughs) It's so bad the way they do it, too. Because basically you see Superman power up his heat vision and then you see, like, I think it's Wonder Woman and Batman fighting, and they smell something burning. oh, <laughs> it's like, <yeah>. oh God, <laughs> it's bad. Yeah. And the the reason you know it's going to be bad is because they say, hey, Clark, like, how are you doing? He's just like, I feel great. Like, he's completely <laughs> fine, just looking out the Oval Office. It's a beautiful day. He's like, yeah, I killed oh, him. And I'm so happy that I did. And that it, it was it, it was a really good co- it was a cold open and and that was the cold open which was it was really interesting because i'm like wait wh- did, what just happened. what yeah. just happened not thinking to myself oh it's an alternate universe because after that of course batman is looking at the justice league that we know fighting against lex mm-hmm. luther and flash is still alive in their universe and he basically is like hey We should go help them. So they trap the Justice League and then they come over to their, to the prime earth universe and start trying to take control. And I'll backtrack because one of the interesting things here is Superman snaps. I feel like there's so many different alternate realities that deal with Mm -hmm. Superman being fed up with earth and all of the violence and all of the just mindless nonsense. And he just gets fed up and you find out once again, something traumatic happened. Lex us Luther killed the flash of their universe. Yeah. And so that's one thing that puts him on edge. And then at that, it's like, you're about to kill even more people, Lex. Okay. Now you've got to go. And it makes him feel comfortable. It makes him feel, almost safe and then they kind of just start policing their their world because I think it That's skips forward That's a nice way forward. of putting it. <laughs> yeah, it skips forward 2 years, 2 years later. And when it skips forward he's he's telling the president, "Sorry, we don't we can't have an election right now. It would disrupt the peace." It's like, "Oh god, this is a Yeah. There's
0: definitely a very militaristic component to the policing and there are so when it comes to these episodes, there are some very interesting moments like that that center kind of around the the policing, the militarization, and and essentially the I'm fed up. It, it you're right. A lot of these alternate storylines within DC tend to have to do with essentially Superman not being better than the rest of us and being more like us. Get yeah. you know getting fed up, hitting his limit. Um, which is oh, an an interesting thought, but one of my favorite things about these episodes is the Batman snark is Chef's kiss in, in these episodes.
1: It's perfect because he's perfect. Um, outside <laughs> of the whole violence thing, but yeah, he's yeah. yeah, it's he yeah he's and and the the story ends up really centering around him and his conversation with yeah. the the other Batman once they come over to their world. But I I will say another thing that's funny, too, is so they come over to their world and it actually ends up being just the tiniest bit convenient because Doomsday just so happens to attack (laughs) and (laughs) he happens to attack that particular Superman who's having none of it. So the fight lasts for like five minutes because this Superman has no problem using excessive force.
0: Right. Yep. So instead of having to go through the whole moral, like, oh, do I go to that length? Nah, the Superman's already been there, been there, yep. done that.
1: Yeah, but it it's the the crowd reaction was also really shocking. And honestly, it feels like this 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 episode feels ahead of it time. It's time. Like there yeah. were there were a lot of moments in there. I was like, oh. Oh God, I I, mm, I don't like that. <laughs> because as he he lobotomizes doomsday and there's this one guy in the crowd, he just yells. He's like, Well if you ask me it's about time and I'm like, Oh god, oh this is uh <laughs> this is given, this is giving me very uh familiar vibes within uh, some of the issues with our country these days. And so that, but that's how on the nose a lot of these cartoons can be, which is why I always think it's funny whenever uh, you, you hear people say they want to keep uh, politics out of media, like out of film and out of books and out of yeah. uh, anything that people absorb. Cause it's like, it was always about that. Even artwork. I mean, everything, it was always a a reflection of society and a commentary on society and so i thought it was really uh interesting that they had that particular play out because as soon as they get there it's like oh there's already people here that are completely fine with the the justice lords kind of just overstepping
0: yeah yeah you know you you hit on um There is this part where it's unclear because when they show the villains, it almost looks like they might have some sort of like electronic devices, uh, you know, like Mad Hatter style kind of whatnot. But they definitely essentially allude to lobotomies or a lobotomy like thing.
1: I think that's what it was. because I think it was lobotomy because they have like the two – Burned dots on their heads. So yeah, at some, at one point they go to Arkham Asylum in this, and yep. all of the Batman villains and villains that we know are there, but they're completely peaceful and kind, and the sun is out. It's really weird. It's, yeah, it's super weird. So uh.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it, so so. Let me- let's talk about this a little bit, actually. So once again, I'm be, you know, being reminded of the Smallville episode <laughs> last season. Um, but we actually talked about some things in the Smallville episode about how they were essentially using, uh, suggesting that things present day or are, are, that actually are helpful, they were representing in a harmful way. So like electroconvulsive therapy, which is actually a very legitimate treatment where we use electroshock, safely monitoring it very carefully. And it does appear to, for example, um, for some people where they have very chronic, hard to treat depression can be very useful. Uh, Lobotomies unfortunately have a much more harried history, shall we say. And I think a lot of people, at least in the United States, I don't know about our folks that are listeners in other countries, which I still can't so great you guys are listening hi um (laughs) at least within the united states i think a lot of people are aware that lobotomies used to be a thing um there's also the one flew over the cuckoo's nest book and then of course translated into movie (sighs) and whatnot um and so lobotomies are yeah a, a, a very i i'm not honestly i don't know too much about the history and how it ended up being developed into a treatment and and what really gained its popularity, but essentially was used to, quote unquote, treat mental health disorders and diagnoses by doing surgery on the brain. I believe it was like the prefrontal cortex and trying to, I mean, work with a lot of things that they didn't have a lot of treatments. There were the medications and psychotherapies and other things we have now They didn't really have at that point. I think it was like the 1940s or 50s or so, or um, there was a lot of popularity gained, Um, but really, really unfortunate. I mean, we very, very terrible side effects can come from this. You don't want to mess with your brain, especially that part of it.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, it seems very primitive. Like I did did some Googling. I'm not going to call it research. I did some Googling (laughs) about (laughs) lobotomies, and I was just like, oh God, that doesn't that it it accomplished what I think they wanted it to, but it's like, And what do you think
0: they wanted to
1: accomplish? I think they, it seemed like they just wanted to quiet people down. Like, man, they're really all over the place. Let's calm them down. Let's they're, 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 they're manic and they're excessive and loud and dangerous to the public. Let's calm them down. And they did by, uh, giving them a traumatic brain injury that's that's what i gathered from google like i said i'm not gonna call it research but oh god
0: well and and once again i want to be very cautious in that i was not around in my field or, or related fields back in this time um and a lot of the information that is shared to us now is kind of like this is something that was done back then very bad. We don't do that anymore. But honestly, not too much of the nuance. But but yeah, a, a, so a lot of Unfortunately, at least once again, with in the United States, there are very huge differences across different cultures in terms of how they respond to mental health. Uh, some see it as like a religious experience and uphold those people as um, essentially like prophets or, or that sort of thing. Um, here, not so great a picture. So yeah, a lot of times there have been reactions of how do we contain? How do we manage? Um, especially the, the, like you were saying, some of the, the severe symptoms that are going to reverberate and, you know, impact the people around you. And so for those that survived, a lot of times there was this toning down of the personality, but not in the way that we would ideally like to see. I mean, once again, you're, you're dealing with parts of the brain, um, and like you were saying, I mean, there there were very significant um, issues. A lot of people could struggle with functioning afterward. And um, kind of that that question, too, of at what point do you change the brain to, to the point where is it the same person anymore um, in certain respects? So, yeah, it was I, I had forgotten that part of this and it was just very eerie to to see. I was like, oh, oh, no.
1: And it's it's because and you know right immediately like, okay, something really brutal happened here because they get to Arkham Asylum and Joker is the superintendent. He like greets them and he's super kind and like what's the password? Like there's all this weird sense like
0: And you just keep waiting for him to be jokery about it and it never happens.
1: Right. And the Flash at one point plucks a flower. And poison and and poison ivy is there, and she's like, "You're not supposed to mess with the flowers." And he's looking like, "Oh God, I really just pissed off the wrong person." <laughs> but she's completely cool. She's like, "I'll take that," uh, and watch out for all these crazy Superman robots that are running around here. It, it, it's it is it is a police state. It's a police state because oh. all of these villains have been lobotomized. And everyone is terrified of these justice lords, which they call themselves the justice lords. Like, can we talk about how one word, how much of a difference one word makes? <laughs> like, what they changed their costumes, their costumes somehow look more evil all of a sudden. Like, <laughs> um, Lois Lane's locked up in the building and not allowed to leave the premises. Like, it got dark, yeah. it got but dark. But
0: Wonder Woman's haircut is fire (laughs) that is a change i approve of (laughs) she's got this awesome short haircut in that
1: (laughs) i've always felt some type of way about wonder woman and in this (laughs) didn't change didn't change i'm right there with you buddy i was like oh all right i'm like i'm feeling i'm feeling slightly evil wonder woman (laughs) but the thing that's the thing the thing that's bad is they had good intentions. Yeah. But they overcorrected. I -hmm, I feel mm -hmm. like that is a constant thing that happens, especially in the real world, where in the beginning you have good intentions, but there's just a terrible overcorrection. Because at one point, there's a very peaceful protest going on, and they go down there to break it up because they're like, oh, well, we know where peaceful protests can lead. And it's like, Mm -hmm. it can lead to a peaceful protest as long as... It mm-hmm. doesn't get messed up, right? And so there were a lot of things, like I said, that I feel like yeah. were ahead of like it really reflects, does well, a really I mean, good really, job reflecting society.
0: Really great point. And I think it it's a helpful thing for us to keep in mind. It's also why life is so complicated and there's so much gray. And and actually I think it it hits on just something. a lot of times people say, like, how do you how can you do what you do? And um Also, you don't control all the time who's in front of you. Sometimes people have done some pretty terrible things or are doing pretty terrible things. Uh, And I think that's one of the skill sets for, for really helping someone in the mental health realm or generally in the world for us trying to get along with each other is, how can we see when that is the case? So don't get me wrong. Sometimes people are out for themselves. Right. And we've all done it. Hey, You've done it too. <laughs> I've Never, done it. Not
1: once.
0: Not, not once. I. No, no, not of course I. not. So, I mean, we've done <laughs> things for ourselves, but also exactly what you're saying. So here are all these, these restrictive things they're doing that ends up ruining lives. I mean, one guy gets arrested because his meal and, and the wait staff were bad at a restaurant. So he raised his voice about not wanting to pay the bill and they literally took him away in in handcuffs. I mean I mean oh, it it, yeah. it gets Ooh. very extreme. But you have a really good point where we can take things too far and end up in a very bad place despite it coming from very good intentions yes. and that is very very important for i think not just us to be mindful about in terms of the people around us so that we can relate to them enough to get, find kind of common ground but it's also maybe a good lesson for us to keep in mind for ourselves cuz sometimes that that shoe goes on the other foot and we're the ones doing it
1: yeah and so we we and so you see that yeah cuz you see this reaction with the Justice Lords, this is their re- the their reaction to losing the Flash, who was mm-hmm. up until that point he was always definitely looked at as the goofball. Like we didn't oh. really see him as the the really epic cool character that he was. Like I don't think we see it until like the I think we really see it in the episode "Divided We Fall." later on and it still involves let's luther so this episode actually sets up a ton of plot points that come up later on in the in the tv show but we have that reaction and then there's a really interesting part the two batmen are fighting so justice lord batman justice league batman are fighting and the justice lord batman says we've set up a world where no eight-year-old child has to go through what we did and it actually gets justice league batman to actually stop and he's like you know what i give up you knew the exact nerve to strike and you hit it
0: i was washing dishes while watching the episode and when that happened i literally put down what i was doing i went oh (laughs) i mean he's yeah he struck a chord and and if you think about it justice league batman our everyday batman can probably really relate i mean think about the obsessiveness that he has and yeah it it It's amazing how just with a few little changes and not to say a person's life is a a little change per se, but in the grand scheme of life and details about Batman's world, how these little details can just kind of skew the path a little bit in terms of what happened.
1: It was really, one thing that was weird about this episode was how cool Batman suddenly was with excessive force. Like, he uses excessive force, but he does not kill. But when Superman kills Let's Luthor at the beginning, he's like, had to be done. Is what it is. Like, and it's, it's really, because his whole code is not killing people. And in this, though, it was one of those things like, eh.
0: You know, it is a fair point where I think maybe if they extended this storyline a little bit more, there'd be a bit more back and forth for Batman to get on board with things, right? Be- because I mean, well, I mean, let's be real: death of superheroes like this isn't even the closest person to him. I mean, Jason Todd ha- was brutally murdered by Joker. Just uh, never mind his parents, obviously, but as a superhero. And, and and there's all these storylines around how he sets up such rigidity for himself mm-hmm. to try and stay on the straight and narrow. I think that's a really good point that maybe could have used some better expansion in terms of this stuff. Yeah. But I think they hit at the fact that he is the weak link, I guess you could say, in terms of the Justice Lords, because he's also what turns the tide. And once again, it's a great snarky Batman to Batman situation. I yeah, you, love told me you, in this. you
1: told me you really like this. Yeah.
0: Oh, my God, I was cackling. You guys, I I I was just enjoying myself so much when I watched this. Because um, it might have been kind of the the guy at the restaurant situation. It, was. it okay. was. And he's like, oh, he says something along the lines of like, oh, wouldn't our parents be so proud? Right. <laughs> I was like, oh, and he, with (laughs) just, once again, just that one little thing really just twisted that knife and struck the cord because yeah, Yeah. that hits on the very core of Batman.
1: Yeah. And, and so it's, it's funny because it's like at one point they, that they, he recognizes this is not who I am. Cause the justice Lord Batman essentially just kind of lets the justice league through the portal, like. Yeah, go get them. And it, the episode, it just, it's, it's so well done because they end up stopping them by going to get Let's Luther of all people, yeah. who they had just locked up, mm-hmm. uh to get a power dampener to stop the Justice Lords. Like it's, it's so interesting. And that was
0: actually, there was purpose to that. Yeah. They really wanted to make a point to the justice lords, to to show them just how much faith they had lost, essentially, yeah. and that it had blinded them to, once again, I think what you were pointing out earlier, it's not as easy as black and white, good versus evil. Um, and, and I think we as people really struggle with the grays, and I can only... I, I think the closest we have to superheroes, you know, your first responders and, and people like that. And and you see all this terrible stuff. I, I'd imagine that sometimes it's it's just hard to live in all of that. And yep. for some people, and, and actually they talk about it within my own mental health field, people start hardening and being careful about that. You have to be able to see people as people in order to continue doing these jobs, even though it Hurts more not to harden yourself off. And so they used this to reach back in and say, hey, look, you, you're missing something.
1: And it really show. And yeah, you you bring up a really good point with like hardening yourself to be beyond what you should be, because the Justice Lord's whole thing was wanting to change things after losing the Flash, but they had gone so far off the deep end that at one point Justice League Flash confronts Justice Lord Superman, and he's like you wouldn't kill me, you can't kill me, like that's the whole point of this and Superman's just gone so far off the deep end, he's just like eh, yeah I can and I will, and it's like you've completely lost mm-hmm. your 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 focus here like what it yeah. was you were trying to accomplish and so yeah, it's like they
0: yeah. lost you know like with a compass he he lost his north
1: yes he lost his north uh and it's i i thought about it uh this episode it made me think about man of steel because man of steel immediately threw in that huge shade of gray when he had to just snap zod's neck at the end of the movie oh, yeah. it's like oh oh this is a very different superman we're setting we're setting up here like it this is this is very interesting and so it was it was really cool the way that they did this where justice league superman would actually strike a deal with his arch nemesis before breaking mm-hmm. his rule yeah. and he but he also makes a really cool point of saying i think about it every single day mm-hmm. he's like i do i think about it all the time like overstepping i sometimes i even want to but i make a ch- a conscientious choice not to
0: oh you gave me chills yeah
1: it's good it's a great it's a really good uh it's a really good episode and it's funny too because uh superman's deal that he makes with let's luther is he he basically is letting him go free for helping him and just as lord superman bas he says to him Everything that happens from this point is on your hands. And Superman kind of has this reaction like, yeah, that might end up coming to bite me. But it is what it is. He's like, it's just it's just one, another hard choice that a superhero has to make even though it's a high price. And immediately after that, uh, Luther has a press conference where he talks about getting into politics which is interesting (laughs) because it's like okay here we go
0: seeing what happened to the justice Lords, i got a terminator
1: i got a terminator vibe i got kind of a terminator Mm -hmm. like oh cyberdyne i see what's going on here (laughs) this is skynet being set up like that's how i felt watching it because i'm like oh man because sure enough it does come back around and it all culminates with like the in this universe it culminates in the Divided We Fall episode, which is one of my absolute favorite episodes of the Justice League. And it was the it was the episode that made me fall in love with the Flash as a character. Mm-hmm. I could Yeah I have to make sure to stay on topic. I could talk about <laughs> Justice League the animated series all day. It's I so could get yeah, It's it's it's, so it's good. a great show. I highly suggest uh, watching it and watching justice league unlimited. Cause I mean, you just, you learn about so many characters because all yeah. of these episodes are adaptations of comics. And so it's, I, I, it's yeah. such a, it's such a blast. Yeah. I highly, highly suggest yeah. it.
0: <laughs> One kind of last thought for me just on this that I think is also interesting as well is some, sometimes it's played out a, a bit more than others But I also think that – so I was like, you know, what can we compare superheroes to? So sometimes it's first responders. Other times it's more military-related things, war. So depending on who it is and what they're experiencing, it might be more your day-to-day crime and what is society like on that more personal level. And other times it might be more there are aliens attacking or – Um, You know, these larger forces at play and, you know, it is tricky because are there times where it's better to take a powerful and terrible figure out of play entirely? Yeah. And, and when do you reach that point? When is like when aliens a, a, attack in a number of these different episodes, no one thinks twice about if they're alive or not after you do whatever, right. uh, because they're I, I guess because they're not seen as human or what. I don't know. Maybe that's why. But but it, it does also just bring up an interesting question. This storyline obviously leans on the side of no, we need to respect life and make sure that we don't overstep but at the same time can you understep and i think that's what superman to superman was alluding to whatever yeah. comes from here is on you i.e. he thinks he understepped in yeah. justice league
1: because and it's it's funny because the overstep it's it what's what's really interesting in it is the justice lords world where they've obviously overstepped on the outside, it's a very beautiful world. Arkham mm-hmm. looks amazing. Yep. The cities are clean. Yep. Everything seems just wonderful. Everything looks nice. But it's so dark underneath that veil. It's like, oh, look at all these cured Arkham inmates. How did they do it? Don't mm-hmm. ask. Do not ask mm-hmm. any questions at all about it. Because it was, yeah, it's, it's really... It's, it's a really interesting reflection on what happens. And I think we're going to be running into this a lot. Like it, it, the, the kind of like the yin and yang of overstepping versus not in a lot of these, what if episodes that I think we're going to end up chatting about over this season three, (laughs) do we have a mindful nerd moment?
0: Let's do it. So In, I was trying to think what would be good, and I I liked that there were a lot of different characters in this. So, you know, I get to play around, toy around with some characters that where sometimes I have to stick to, like, Batman, who I love. But it's nice to, you know, find something different. So in these episodes, uh, once again, the Justice Lord Flash dies. They come over to Justice League... And start taking over. So they imprison all of the Justice League, including the Flash. And uh, what he what's interesting is, in order to escape, the Flash actually he speeds up his heart rate to the point where it appears to flatline, which then freaks out Justice Lord Batman because he doesn't want to lose Flash again. Da, da 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 and then hijinks ensues. So I thought it would be cool to just take a mindful nerd moment to pretend flash and imagine ourselves with the speeding up, what it would be like, th- those vibrations of the speeding up the heart rate in order to get to that flat line. Um, so that was my, my plan for today. So um, what I'd like for us to do is, as we always start, either closing your eyes or just not focusing on anything particular in the room. And allow yourself to just focus on your breath for a moment. Allow it to help you concentrate as we start this mindful nerd moment. And as you're breathing, put yourself into flash. So picture yourself, you've been captured you're trapped. You are taking the moment to put your plan into action. And it takes a lot of concentration to change your heart rate. So taking a few deep breaths as flash. Focus on your heartbeat. Notice the beating of your heart. It's probably faster than the average person already being flash. Notice your heartbeat and really take in the feeling of each pulse and how it vibrates within your body and allow that vibration to grow and to grow and to, to speed up to a point so quickly that it turns into essentially that flat line. There's no separation between the heartbeats, between the vibrations. And just feeling that experience of a vibration so quick, it molds into itself, into that flat line. It might feel strange. It might feel different. It might even feel weird or uncomfortable, but allowing it to be what it is. Okay, I'm feeling this vibration. I'm feeling my heartbeat fast to the point where it just becomes one. then you imagine here's justice lord batman he comes in he frees you and you're able to zip away all right so we're going to come back to us so take just a few breaths as you allow your heart rate to get back to normal human level and when you're ready open your eyes refocus and we'll wrap up the podcast that
1: one I liked it because it is I I feel like it is an it actually is really focusing on something that is difficult to do in moments of stress which is get your heart rate down
0: yeah it's actually yeah it's almost like doing the opposite of what we, (laughs) we want. It's like, Oh, how do I affect that heart rate? Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so, yeah, I really, I really do like that. And it's the, 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 the thing I cannot stress enough is that uh, because I've, I've talked to listeners with this podcast and I cannot stress enough how important it is to actually practice Mm. mindfulness and put yourself in a place where you're able to, Get back calm again, and you know, get peaceful, and and just get back to you know, like like you said this episode, finding your true north, like getting mm-hmm. your grip. It's it's so Im- important, and so it's it's just yeah, it's really great not to lose focus of that, and be able to make sure to get your heart rate down and clear your thoughts, and and yeah. concentrate on what it is that's super important. But
0: yeah. and and for this one. Because he speeds it up and creates that vibration. For some people, that might feel uncomfortable and might actually pull for something in the direction that feels like anxiety. And and one way that can be good because we can experience things and say, hey, sometimes things feel uncomfortable, but it doesn't mean something bad is happening. Right. For some people, though, that might trigger some anxiety stuff. And in that case, you could do the same practice with the flash, but instead of that creating the vibration to the point where it's just a line you go the opposite direction and practice. Okay. How does flash slow his heart rate down? Maybe even trying to get it to, Hey, the everyday human, which for him probably feels super slow.
1: (laughs) That's well, that's the thing I love about the, the mindful nerd moments. There's always uh, a different one. Uh, One of our listeners, I was uh, speaking with her and she likes the one that we did like season one, Mr. Freeze, just watching penguins slide. She's oh, like, that's yeah. my, she's like, that's my go-to. I just, that's, oh, that's she's like, that's, my, so, that's my go-to.
0: <laughs> I was so happy when I thought of that one because penguins just make me happy. Oh, yeah. So they're, I was like, yes, he's gotta gray. do that.
1: They're great animals. They're wearing tuxedos. That's, and that's amazing. Know, right? <laughs> Thanks for nerding out with us.
0: I'm clinical psychologist, Dr. Amelia Brown. Find me on social media at Crafting the
1: Mind. And I'm comic enthusiast and professional nerd, Keaton Hopkins. Check out my TV and movie reviews on YouTube at Team JBS. Check out our website at bat-therapy.com, our Bat Therapy YouTube channel, and follow us on social media. See you next week. Same bat time, same bat channel.